This is awesome. Oh, fuck. Hey. Good to see you among the living, man. Check it out. It's the latest talent mix. Thanks, Pete. Good to see you all among the living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Talon Mix. It is a Smallville recap podcast hosted by two guys who watched Smallville in college and are now watching it again in their 30s, because that's the thing you do when everything is going great in your life. (laughs) I'm Brian here, as always, with my pal Zach. Zach, how are you? Get married, check. The kid, check. Rewatch Smallville. There we go. That's it. Working on it. You're working working on it. it. Working on it. We're 98. Episode 98, Zach. It's insane. It's uh, It's insane. It's funny how... So we're reaching a major, a major, major cast member is about to leave the show, right? Um, Which I remember being a moment that I absolutely dreaded. I loved... This character, who might be named Schmanathan Schment, um, might rhyme with that. No spoilers. Hey, are you sure it's not going to be Lana? I'm sure of nothing. Show? I'm sure of nothing. It's been a long time. Maybe that's it. Um, but uh, it's funny. So I was dreading that moment. I was dreading it so much. And uh, now, and even though when I watched it initially, I was watching your DVDs while we were in college. And I remember feeling like it was a while before that happened. And like five seasons was a long time to be on the show. And now I'm like, already? He's going to go already? I feel like we haven't even gotten to like all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he does this rewatch he seems to be in it a lot less than i remember that's that's exactly what i'm feeling yeah it, uh, that's happening with a couple of characters chloe's in it less than i remember lana's in it le- really it's just clark it's clark all the time <laughs> well oh i feel like chloe more time as it goes on yeah but I, um. this is my we're leaving my hardest six Season six is the last one I probably watched in earnest. I think I fell off during seven and then I checked in a little bit through the years. But uh, so I'm like, I I don't know. I I can't believe we're through high school already. You know, I I think looking back, I think I remember there being more drama, more high school drama than there actually was on reflection. Well, we like mainlined. I mean, both of us in college mainlined the show in However many hours it takes to watch it is how long we watched. Like definitely. <laughs> definitely. I watched season like every couple days. Right. So that must be it's different. All, it's all when it's all it's all jam packed, all that emotion is jam packed into when you when you uh we talked about this last week. When you binge a show, you really become like a junkie for yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, man, what if I knew those people in real life? That would be cool. What if I was in that world? What if just alone in my apartment on a futon, kind of wishing uh I lived in Smallville and all the pretty girls like me, but I'm mysterious. <laughs> 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 if you watch it like one every week over years you're like didn't they do this one already <laughs> yes exactly one million percent 
Um, so no more beating around the bush here. We watched Fanatic. It's the 10th episode in the fifth season of Smallville. As I mentioned, it's the 98th episode overall, and it aired January 12th, 2006. We made it to 2006. Uh, I am now, I'm a senior in high school now, which, which makes sense. Like- this came out on DVD while I was there in Vancouver. And this might be getting close to when I applied to VFS, right? Wow. Because we're going to be going to VFS after the end of this season. Right. Wow. Yeah, so this, crazy. Yeah, I guess so. I guess same. Both of us, I guess. Um, Season six is when we're going to school and watching the show as it comes out. Right. Right. I don't. I watched season six on DVD back home. Oh, I didn't have a cable or anything. Right. But I feel like you had the Internet and there were not so legal ways to watch. Oh, things, you're there? right. Maybe I was doing it that way. If that was if if that was available, that's how I was doing it for sure. Maybe you were only getting some of them because i feel like we talked about some of them as they were happening that sounds that sounds about god i would so this is how different things are now where you can just please type in an episode of smallville you can just find it you can just you can just find it yeah i can just think about it and it appears on my tv (laughs) um it's at the time so i lived in a studio apartment in vancouver um i did not have internet in my apartment and it was it stunk i would have liked to have had internet but it was not at all insurmountable uh which notable my building had internet and my bill i don't know if you remember my building at all had a very nice common area there was a big screen tv pool table uh very comfortable that had wi-fi so if i wanted to watch something on youtube which didn't have a lot it would have maybe a small it would have episodes of tv shows and they'd be cut up into like 10 minute segments and what i could do is tab 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 and then i'd load up all of those (laughs) and then i'd bring it back back up up to my apartment (laughs) which is a crazy thing just like now that'd be like that's that's just not a way to live (laughs) and i didn't think anything about it i thought it was great i thought this is great (laughs) If you if you wanted to, when we were growing up, if you wanted to, to listen to a song, you had to buy an album, listen to one song. Absurd, absurd. I was, or you just sat around magical box and waited until someone else decided to play it. I was a big radio taper. I did a lot of taping off the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had my yeah, one mixtape. I, I had my one two sided mixtape. And so, like, I had to pick what was going to go if I if a new song came. I had to pick something to kill. So I only had the one tape. Didn't have five bucks to go get another tape, I guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I'm, you know, I'm listening to the radio again. Just regular old terrestrial fucking radio. Kind of into it. Kind of kind of enjoying unplugging from needing a specific thing at any specific time. It is interesting now when my whatever the phone isn't working for some reason in my car and I can't do Spotify and it's like, how did I live like this I know, ever? I know, I know. Especially like since radio's gotten radio's gotten way worse than when we were kids. I think, I think. 
think so too because anytime i check it it's like oh it's five songs it's and it's all owned by it's owned by the same giant conglomerate right so it's the same five songs on every fucking station right maybe then maybe like the country station has one or two different ones (laughs) that are all mixed in with the same five but it's oh man there's like no local even when we were like younger we had one station that was like very proud of being not owned by the big corporate company so like that was in the process of already happening um thank you for listening to 2000s radio <laughs> talk on a smile day i think that's like 25 percent of this show remember when i mean the whole and, and actually true to the premise true to the premise we talked we wanted to talk about 2000s nostalgia a little bit uh to be fair that's 99 percent 9 11 on this show this is gonna be dark my wife and i are getting uh really excited it's the wrong word uh, I think very soon uh, we're going to get really, really stoned and watch the episode of WWE SmackDown that aired two nights after 9-11. Oh, my god! I'm gosh. willing to bet. They aired one two nights after two 9-11? Of course they did. fucking nights, Zach. Of course they fucking did. They canceled football, Brian. And I remember that was like, that was controversy. <laughs> they were like, well, we're not going to kill you, Swain. He's just football for one week. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I but yeah, no, I because nine eleven happened. We it's a <laughs> welcome to our nine eleven episode. It's the seventh. We're recording this. this um, it's I mean yeah, it's that time of year. Um, it I mean it happened. We, did, we all we did a whole nine eleven thing on our pilot episode that no one will ever hear. Yeah. Because the pilot of Smallville premiered shortly after right. 9-11. Right. Let's get into it now. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I cut you off. Um, uh, fuck. It's all good. Uh, something. Oh, just 9-11 happened when we all lost our fucking minds. We all went fucking insane for a little bit there. Of right. But the problem wasn't. That's understandable. Right. But we right, were like. Right. <laughs> The, the reaction of, oh, you're acting too crazy over this. Let's just have our football. <laughs> right, right. No, we don't really know what's going on no one, right now. Oh, my God. That was fucking nuts. Fucking it's still nuts. pulling people out of rubble. <laughs> right. We don't need a football game right but now. But don't worry. The Rock is ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear about it. There, are they, there's going to be some, like... Not politically correct shit. In there, oh, I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully like it's. I'm fully ready to be to be unconscionable. <laughs> like it's. Uh, will it be as bad? Will it be as bad uh, as this was an event among my friends? It was around whatever anniversary of nine eleven was a couple of years ago. Uh, we all got together to watch. A, this was coming out that year, the Long Island Medium 9-11 anniversary special, where the Long Island Medium, uh, who is fake, is fake, um, to uh, with families of 9-11 victims and oh. talk to the talk to quote unquote their families as as the Long Island Medium. It's now granted, okay, in general, as far as like 
television mediums or in general mediums, if you're just telling, if, you know, if you're selling something people are clearly buying and like you're bringing people some kind of comfort, I don't necessarily see the harm depending on how much fucking money you're fucking wringing out of people. There's there's a dollar amount that where it suddenly becomes dark and I think it starts at one. <laughs> um, <laughs> where you're taking advantage of grieving people. But uh, this was so fucked up of like we had a whole like house full of people watching this and like we're you know of course we're all getting fucked up ourselves and like ready to make fun of it like i'd say halfway through it was like this sucks this is very depressing (laughs) surprisingly the the 9-11 grieving special was not as fun as i thought it was gonna be is that your your one would one would think But (laughs) it was dark, man. It was dark. Did you watch any of those? There's there's a couple different documentaries and miniseries a couple years ago on the 20th anniversary on 9-11. Did you watch any of that stuff? Netflix made like a big one of like really breaking down the events. I think I I think I watched one or two. Nothing caught my eye enough that got my attention. I mostly remember not really much of the 20th anniversary stuff. Do you remember like the year after they had all those two French documentarians that were doing a documentary about the fire department? Uh, and 9-11 happened while they were just making a fucking fire department documentary. So they have footage inside the building. They went in with them. Oh, okay. Um, so they probably used that for the, uh, there, there was a Hulu, I think it was Hulu. More than likely. They had one for the 20th anniversary that was like, well, this footage I'd never seen. And it was a lot inside the building with the, the fire department. It's it's probably that footage. Uh, it's pretty wildly I mean, obviously, incredibly depressing, but like uh, wild, wild, yeah. wild shit. Um, I mean, that destroyed me. The Hulu documented fucking destroyed. I don't know me. if I saw that one. I think you'd remember if you did. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Weird time. <laughs> Weird time. That was a crazy thing. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, any oh, <laughs> any well, other thoughts well, on September 11th, 2001, or shall we talk about <laughs> Fanatic? Oh, Sometimes, shit. you know, over the past, like, uh, couple of weeks, I've been, uh, looking over, you know, downloads, listens, and been a little like, huh, numbers are down lately. <laughs> Maybe it's because we're talking about shit like this. I, you know, I don't know. If we were in the mood to examine the general content of our show, that might be something I looked at. Um, That said, I'm not willing to do that. Uh, So (laughs) here we go. Barreling forward. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Okay. I'm not kidding. I'm transitioning straight into the recap of Smallville. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we go in, sorry. Yeah, all good. Let's just get general general thoughts about this episode. I know oh, yes. you were lukewarm on it. A luke, I lukewarm. enjoyed it quite a bit. I think we both agree about it. It's basically one of these episodes, I texted you this, where it's like, oh, we've been off the air for a month and a half. It's just, where's everybody on the board? Right. To right. remind the audience of where everyone is, let's set up all of our upcoming conflicts. The story here is not the point of the episode. <laughs> no. 
No, so I could understand why it would take you a few viewings of like your whatever. For me, all the little scenes of recapping and like <laughs> little dramas sure. were really worked on their own. And I thought all the acting was really good in this episode from everyone. Even the Clark Lana shit I thought was good. It's good. Man, I. <sighs> Yes, I agree. I performance-wise, I agree. Well, you know, we are we are established Tom Welling and Kristen Crook fans on this podcast. Um I it's man, every time Lana comes up of uh now you've kind of in what we talked about of watching the show in this way, it really is striking me how underutilized Lana's been this entire time. <laughs> like it's man, more Such of this would have been really good. <laughs> I wish there was like a lot but more we, of this. <laughs> we'll get into it when the scene comes up, but yeah, it's a good scene when, uh, and it's, it's a fun. Yeah. Chew to have. Yes, yes, yes. I'm proud of Smallville for going there. I'm Agreed. proud of them. Agreed. Um, okay. All right. Beginning the episode here, a hidden, ca- I'm of course reading directly from the Smallville wiki, uh, smallville.fandom.com. Calm. Uh, a hidden killer assembles a rifle at a campaign rally for Jonathan Kent. The assassin prepares to shoot and is revealed to be Lois. The rifle is fired and the bullet streaks towards Jonathan. That's the kind of thing that I imagine like it starts here. <laughs> the image, they worked backwards from Lois is going to shoot Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> this is... This is a state senate seat, I believe, is established at this point. Right. They, <laughs> they still like they throw in lines for a little that, bit, but yeah. <laughs> they still throw in lines that are confusing because they talk about like nurses' union is key in the 49th district. How many districts vote for the state senate? Don't they? Isn't each district get a state senator? Or anyway, um, I don't know, and I don't think they do senate. either. <laughs> Senate rally. This is like, this is not the night of the campaign. Right. <laughs> this is not, or the night of the election. This is a rally. There are more people here than went to Donald Trump's inauguration. <laughs> there are <laughs> a thousand people. They're so fucking excited for state Senator Jonathan Kent. <laughs> and a plot line in this episode is how they ran out of money because they spent it all on these little American flags <laughs> that they're handing out and shit. Let's let's be. This is more people than have ever been at a state senate rally, ever, ever in human history. State senator had been invented as a job, and nobody went like, "Oh, cool," (laughs) just to see what it was all about. It never happened. (laughs) Honestly, I think this is the amount of people you might might have at a U.S. Senate. Yes, like election night. Yes. Campaign headquarters. Yes. Celebration. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's it's This feels like the kind of thing, don't get me wrong, generally, evil billionaire wants to run for a political office. I'm not usually like, cool. That's kind of thing. Like, Lex Luthor's running for uh, state senator in Kansas. That'd be one of those, like, whatever. <laughs> uh, sure. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Idea... Also, I know this is Smallville. The idea someone would get assassinated <laughs> running for state senate. 
There's no meteor rocks involved in this. This is just someone who's so concerned about state senate. They want to kill Jonathan Ken. It's that's just I don't even know if that fully goes into assassination. That might just be murder. <laughs> I don't yeah, know because he's not no. not anyone. No, it's just. <laughs> If let's be real here, ninety nine point nine percent of the state of Kansas would go. Who? What happened? <laughs> oh, we had an election. Oh, by the way, my biggest problem here. I didn't realize until this episode. Uh huh. Um, the election is coming up, and last week we had our Christmas episode. Ooh. When is this election Whoa. taking place, Brian? Whoa! The election appears to be taking place in fuck. February. Could there be some sort of like special election? Could it be a known special election, yeah. but with a so full like, campaign is it, is, around? Is it a recall election? At when they first had the Dukes of Hazard guy, right? It's gonna run for. They didn't say anything about a recall. It was like, oh, you're gonna run again for. Unless pretty sure, what would happen? What would happen to if? Yeah, because he's talking about running, so it's not like he vacated the seat and they got to figure out. I don't even think that's how that works. I think if you, oh, I think maybe this is just silly. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe this, the writer's room is probably right because I may be the first person ever to ask that question. Yeah, I, I, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Watching yeah. this show. That's so fucking funny, dude. Uh, holy shit. Um, wow, 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 wow. Uh, so, yeah. No, it's you're telling me these people give this big of a shit about politics in January? That's like record fucking low giving a shit about anything (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay i I said we were going to get in the weeds on this campaign here i'm I'm just going to do it all now great great who which party is which character running in oh they will never tell they will never tell oh no (laughs) they purposely obscure it of course the best they can i feel like every tv show does that just like does not make anybody mad they have Mama K and Johnny K wearing like a green tie and a green dress in their promo ad. Like, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It's not yeah. a color that anyone wears. <laughs> Lex has like, you would think Johnny K would be Republican. Then Lex has like a young Republican type yes. club or whatever. Yes. Like, like those people are very young Republican. Right, right. He's a billionaire. So I could see Lex being the like, Neoliberal billionaire, right? Uh, right. And then Johnny K is the but it's state senate. Like, do you even? It could just be into two independents for fucking right. state yeah, senate. Yeah, fuck. Who knows? Um, it's that's yeah. I always uh, I loved. I don't know if have you ever did you ever watch that Kiefer Sutherland show, Designated Survivor? No, but I know what you're talking about. Um, I I only I watched like the pilot the night it aired. It was just on um and then i think i watched the next i liked the pilot enough to then watch the next episode when i was flipping through the channels and saw that it was on it was the most like organic like ah sure oh you always gotta watch you always gotta watch the second one right right that's what the show is (laughs) right right? yes they film the pilot and then they really start the show like a year later i'll say i did not watch the third but (laughs) uh 
It's so the the premise of Designated Survivor is that there's an attack on the Capitol, uh, and then Kiefer Sutherland, who's like a lower level government guy, is like somehow through some formality, the guy. He becomes president. He's the next in line. And it's all about just like what if a normal guy became the president? Um, and then uh, I think that was that was happening around the 2016 election. And then I wasn't super in the mood for a dude who doesn't know how to be president being president. <laughs> <laughs> that vibe wasn't as novel. <laughs> that was weird, weird. Total coincidence. Um but uh so in the pilot now there are ways this could still make sense, don't get me wrong, but in the pilot they mention he serves as a democrat. Uh and in the second episode he specifically mentions that he's always been an independent. <laughs> Yes. Ah, that's great. Yep. Great note. Yep. 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 Note they got yep. on that one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, or or speaking of Keith or Sutherland, twenty four is another one they don't I think mention parties ever. Um, but also I think in twenty four the entire American country uh is just Republican. Democrats don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly made by Republicans. A million trillion percent. Um, <laughs> did you have any more uh, problems with the election storyline? I mean, I might as we go. That was the big one was that it's not November. Then what party is each of them running in? The, the farmer party. The farmer guys. Yes. <laughs> what if Johnny K was in the Green Party and that's why he's wearing green? <laughs> Oh, ooh. Not in a million years. He's not going to get any votes in Kansas. He's not getting any votes. John Schneider would put a shotgun up against his fucking chin. (laughs) Then portray someone in the Green Party. (laughs) John Schneider's playing him like it's a Republican. (laughs) You know in John Schneider's mind. John Schneider got no no other way. (laughs) Uh, 48 hours earlier. Lex meeting in Lex's meeting with the Central Kansas A and M students for Lex Luther Group. What the f- yeah right a state senator group like this and fucking at a college. What are you fucking talking about? Um, one woman, Samantha Drake, asks to have a picture with him. She is clearly his biggest fan, talking about how much she knows about Lex and even wearing a Lex charm around her neck. I feel like Rosenbaum does a uh, some good. The the woman here is obviously very attractive. Um, Rosenbaum is doing a good bit of like, you're a very pretty lady, but this is a little weird. <laughs> He has a very good eye eye work of like I'm gonna see how this plays out. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, he's so good in this episode. Very good. Oh, so good. Uh, Lex is unnerved at Samantha's devotion. After the meeting, Lex gets a call from Griff. Griff is the guy who. Uh, so Lex will get phone calls now from Griff, and uh, he didn't have to go all the way to Granville to meet in a steam tunnel to the, the pipe hallway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now Griff was finally like, did you get, did you hear about phones? <laughs> um, no, he, he, the payment from Lex, he's like, okay, now I can afford to right. use a payphone. I also love Lex goes, this isn't a secure line. Like anyone's fucking snooping it on <laughs> state Senate. Isn't it his home? Yeah, right. 
<laughs> Maybe get a secure line at your house, yeah, billionaire. Right? Come on. Come on. Um, okay. Uh, after the meeting, Lex gets a call from Griff. He says he has incriminating evidence against Jonathan for Lex, and they arrange a meeting. However, Lionel finds Griff first yes. and gives him a large amount of money for the envelope containing the evidence. Uh, this seems very, oh, oh, just some real good John Glover here. Uh, Glover is so good. The, the best is the reveal. Like, this gets out of the phone booth and like turns around and then like it's one of those john glover's the devil just yeah. like, it's kind of like <laughs> apparates out of the the mist right so good um and he pays him he's like i thought that uh it would go to the highest bidder so he pays him for this dirt that lex has on johnny k then he sets it on fire in front of him and then riff looks at him like are you crazy and johnny glover gives this like he raises his eyebrows like, isn't that weird that I'm doing this? Huh? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> John Glover himself is like, what a twist. <laughs> he also hangs on to the flaming picture for like longer. I'd be like, ooh, fuck. Ah, ooh. <laughs> that's how badass he is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, Griff looks confused when he gives it to Lionel, and Lionel burns it after glancing at the picture. Do we find out what that is? I mean, it is implied, uh, not specifically, but it's implied later that he knows about Clark. So Got it. Yeah, that makes assuming sense. Assuming it was something with Clark, with Clark doing super speeding that makes sense. in front of a camera or some shit. Makes sense. The Kents are preparing for a photo shoot arranged by Jack Jennings, uh, campaign manager, Jack Jennings' campaign manager, Sosnick. Sosnick. You could have just named him nothing. Um, it's all right to not name a character Sosnick. No one had a gun to your head and was like, typed in S-O-S-N-I-C-K. Um, however... They are dressed in formal business clothes, completely unlike the Kents in reality. Lois criticizes Sosnick, and Jonathan agrees. He fires him and hires Lois instead. So this is silly, but yeah. if I'm in the writer's room, I also do think Lois' campaign manager is funny, and I would also want to do sure. that. Sure, we got to give Lois something to do. Yeah, right. You'd say this is the weakest plot line of the episode, just... I don't care. They have a full like book, like uh, like uh, uh, injury lawyer law, law office set up in the Kent's living room. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's very infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, I uh, there's a line here that made me laugh. Of um, Lois asks, like, "What do I know about being a campaign manager?" To which Jonathan responds, "What do I know about being a state senator?" Jonathan, something. I hope, Jonathan, you're running for Jonathan, it. I know enough not to put that in the ad <laughs> uh, as your campaign manager. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll say that again. Don't stop. No, Jonathan, you have a very good chance of winning this. Stop. So, though, I'm guessing, Brian, don't have to know much, would be my guess. And Not when you're a down-homey farm man, and also it doesn't sound like a oh, hard job. State, state Senate. I'm sure that the, the one listener of ours who is a state senator is just so pissed off We're right so now. We're so happy to have you, Senator. Yeah. 
I'm sure yeah, it's yeah. really hard to listen. I don't know. I think I think you're like the top of the line where people are mad over like parking disputes. I think it's probably harder to be a state senator because you actually have people like complaining to your face. Yeah, whereas right. like if you're a senator, senator, your people are the ones fielding all the complaints, yeah, right, right? And then right. they tell you, right, state senator, they know where to find you at the Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like. <laughs> They know your favorite high top at Applebee's. No, the fucking potholes, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, come on, man. I'm just trying to have my fucking $10 margarita. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see. Saying he told the... Uh, okay, uh, Jonathan then receives a scrambled call, giving him a last warning to drop out of the campaign. Saying he told the caller not to call again, he hangs up and takes his heart medicine pill. He's very shady with the heart medicine pill, which, to your point, just putting everything on the board, like, uh-oh, uh-oh, someone's uh, not doing so looks, good. doesn't look like any kind of pill, though. No, I mean, it looks, looks like a sugar like pill. The, like <laughs> The pills that Neo took in the latest Matrix movie, there's, like... <laughs> blue pill i think you can get this pill no. at like party city <laughs> like <laughs> it'll change it's like it's like a food color a food dye pill like <laughs> we're gonna call that uh Chekhov's heart medicine or yeah, like what's it. the like yeah. <laughs> well we'll keep track foreshadowing yeah. <laughs> foreshadowing lois is putting up election posters when Jesus. <laughs> uh, Lois is putting up election posters when Samantha's group starts to tear them down, claiming they are not regulation size. They argue, and Samantha realizes that Lois will not back down. She tells her buddies that they need to play harder. They corner Jonathan in the barn and beat him up. Did we get a concussion there? Um, he's He seems to be unconscious when we discover him. Yeah, I'm going to call that a concussion. I, I think that's fine. I think, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's close enough for me. Do we see a specific headshot? I mean, I, I could go back to the tape after the episode and really I'm not too worried. I, no, I feel good enough to call it. Um... Clark arrives at Lana and Chloe's dorm room to get... And the two get ready to go out. They decide to stay in, and they start making out on Lana's bed. This is a fun scene. So good. Also, I just want to say that I wrote this note down at the beginning of the scene. Forget Lana's in this show! Exclamation point. Right. <laughs> so far into the episode before this first scene with her that it was like, oh, shit, yeah, Lana's in this. They must have intended, yes, they must have intended, like, okay, we're going to get Clark and Lana together, and that'll have more for Lana to do. And it's the same amount of fucking nothing. <laughs> It's the same problem. Yeah. We've had all along, which is, I can't share this with you. You can't fucking do anything if she can't. You want to shit on it. Because this is a good, this is a good scene of that. This is like a good. I think this just, deserves B plot status, not fucking D plot status is the thing. Yes, That's exactly. where I'm yes. at. I think this is a B plot. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, when Clark abruptly uh, uh, Clark abruptly decides to leave after all, so they're making out on the bed, and Clark's like, "Uh-oh, maybe we should go out." Uh, Lana confronts him about why they haven't had. <laughs> Zach, listen to this fucking sentence, and it's true. It's true. Lana confronts him about why they haven't had sex since he died. 
<laughs> she does mention it like so offhanded. You you know you died. You came back to life, and like I feel like Clark has the yeah. I haven't really had much of a like been in much of a bonery mood since I got shot. Died. The hospital lost me. I'm sure we're still going with that because you don't know I ran to the fucking Arctic, and then my biological dad was like, "By the way, I have to kill someone you love. Sorry, bud." <laughs> she and she hints at like. No, you don't want to tell me exactly what happened or whatever. Like, we have to know what he told her. I know we've been over this. I don't care if it's a stupid excuse. We have to know what excuse he gave her. Look me in the fucking eye and tell me what he told her. We deserve that, Smallville writers. We deserve... No, you don't get to fucking try and get away with it and just go, Oh, you know, I don't know. Tell me, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> because he, he, there's no way she accepted ah, what do you want me to say uh, Lex <laughs> uh, yeah ah <laughs> uh, you know me ain't um, I a stinker yeah that 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 Lana finally stands up for herself in a way I really liked in this scene where he's like why aren't you attracted to me anymore or whatever what's going on and then Clark deflects against her like, well, you're the one who moved here just as soon as things are going well. or And then she's like, ah, nice try. Right. Nice deflection, asshole. Right. You. I'm like, yeah, good, Lana. Go, Lana. Go, Lana. Uh, she's concerned, but Clark doesn't answer and accuses her of pulling away first by moving to Metropolis and obsessively studying astronomy. Lana gets angry and leaves Clark alone in the dorm room. There is something here of, like, they keep trying to make a thing. They, they keep spinning, like, the basketball on the finger a little bit of, like, Lana's kind of looking into the spaceship, but we don't really know where that's going, and we don't really know what she's uncovering. Nothing interesting is coming from this storyline. Um, um, but like <laughs> Clark at one point is like, I thought you were going to leave that alone. And now it's like, wait, she's taking a class in it. Like, what? Yeah. She's <laughs> at her college that she goes to. What do you also? She, yeah, she needs to get a good grade. Yes. Yeah. Clark. Um, Clark goes to the daily planet to talk to Chloe about his relationship problems. Another great scene. Yes, what I'm talking about this episode. Come on. Ah, You're right. You're right. Uh, It is here. It is this episode that I have realized, oh, the Daily Planet is the new um, torch office. Uh, Right. Yes. And Chloe seems to be stuck in it. (laughs) Usually the only one there, too, whenever Clark comes. Right, Right. 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 That's also, I feel like I remember, you know, speaking of, weird ways watching the show is different i feel like i re- I've had more affection for the torch office than i actually do in like that just seems like a place where chloe gives some exposition now they never hang out in there they never like uh no memorable scenes happen in there well i think there was only like what maybe one showdown with the freak or something there right, like... right um okay so both are embarrassed They have a very personal and awkward conversation about whether or not Clark can sleep with Lana with his powers. Clark says they haven't because he doesn't know what will happen since he has trouble adjusting to uh, his abilities in new situations. Chloe eventually tells him that Lana is going to figure it out herself sooner or later and he needs to tell her the truth, which is like Clark, buddy. How long are you going to pull off the 
Also, what happens when you come, pal? What happens? Yeah, oh, there's a lot to unpack here. The first thing you said, she, it's, she, she literally says to him, I think you're in denial about how much Lana knows. Like, yeah, yeah. The, you might as well tell her. You might as fucking well. He, she would be less upset if she knew than she is not knowing, obviously. I am like... Obviously, anyone can see that. I have been a Clark defender here of, like, Zach, he can't. He can't, Zach. And, like, look at what happened to Pete. He had to move away, Zach. Season 5, episode 98, Clark, pal, buddy. <laughs> it's time. It's the worst that could happen to Lana. I... <laughs> look at all the shit that's happened to her. It's not getting any worse for Lana. No. <laughs> um... Great, great Allison Mack is so good in this scene. Yes. She is fucking fantastic. Um, I would have I would have had way more. Once again, I wish this was a B plot. I would have had three more scenes here over the course of this hour. This is an interesting conflict and a very funny one and a fun one. And it's which is something you would have to think about if you were taking Superman literally, which is happens when he uh, ejaculates. Right. And it, oh, come on, it's so good. And like sometimes the answer is just it, a super, you know what Superman and Lois does? It's fine. <laughs> right. It is interesting to think because she says, you know, you learn to control your other powers, but the whole the whole thing about that is that you're not con- you can't control it, right? right, right. When it's happening, right? <laughs> it's a it's a like a it's like a reaction. It's your body. It's yep. out of your control. Yep. It's and there's I, I don't even like and now granted I guess like Smallville leaned less into romance than say Buffy did but that's also I haven't seen that in a very long time um, Buffy had a whole storyline so I don't know if you're familiar with the character of Angel who was on the show for a while and then had his own spinoff basically he as a vampire he's a good vampire uh, but whenever he comes he becomes evil again <laughs> and it's a whole storyline oh my god and it's gosh. actually a really fantastic se- second season story of imagine losing your virginity and it turns your boyfriend evil <laughs> <laughs> that's fun but I appreciate the the balls that Smallville has to make a plot line of Superman's sperm. Like, but I think they could have the, gone farther. I think they could have gone farther. I think well, Buffy went farther. Could have, they should have, and they could have, and today they probably would have. But, uh, so it's because that's the implication, right? right it's not, right, right. It's not that he'll crush her. <laughs> oh, he's like, I don't want my sperm to shoot out the her shoulders, you know, like shoot out the back of her head or whatever the fuck happens. <laughs> Um, but also, um, Chloe could have suggested uh, other types of sex, buddy. Right? Are, right. You can... You can still have fun, man, you until can still you figure mess this it. out. Unless, like... I mean, unless his fingers are going to become fucking torpedoes, and then suddenly it's, like, shattered her fucking pelvis. Like... You worry that, like, if he, if he exhales while he's going down on her, it just freezes her... <laughs> And so I specifically want a line of dialogue of like Chloe being like, there's other kinds of sex and Clark being like, I'm worried about all of them. <laughs> I'm worried about penetrative <laughs> yes, sex. See, I'm worried about non-penetrative right. sex. 
shoot. He's like, how hard it is just to not set her on fire? <laughs> <laughs> it's... So also you're telling me, so we have confirmed now that I, I kind of left this question on the table until this episode literalized it of we make a whole big thing of Clark and Lana having sex for the first time. Uh, and then they never touched on it again. So part of me wondered, like, maybe we're not going to maybe it's just fine. And we're just left to wonder. Um, but now we're like, so that means Clark, an 18 year old, has does. And maybe, maybe possibly ejaculated for the first time <laughs> just based on, he doesn't seem to fucking know. And we don't, we don't find much. It, but all I know is that's all I did at the first, at the first time I did, that's all I did for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That's, yeah. Just cancel all my meetings, mom. <laughs> this is, this is all I'm doing. For, <laughs> I found my new favorite thing. <laughs> I only have one hobby left now, and it is this. <laughs> oh, what well, has to have? Yeah, yeah, has to have. Has to have. Here's what I'm guessing: maybe when he does it, when he has his powers, it's quite a like he's shooting out the fucking ceiling boards, and like you know what I mean, like. Johnny K is wandering around like, what the fuck is going on in this loft? Like, how is the ceiling? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, just, these little holes that are appearing. Um, so doesn't know how to control that, right, maybe. Right, right. There's no way he is an 18-year-old. And No, no, impossible. Well, all right. Guess we got to call up Talkville. We got to get ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although... Tom, how Plain many times Superman come now? How many time he come now? I know how many time Wheat Boy come. And it's a lot. Wheat Boy all the time. He's making cream of wheat. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Why is our listenership down? Can't imagine. I can't, can't imagine. Uh, Lionel offers Martha enough money to finance the rest of Jonathan's campaign, but she refuses. I don't know if I mentioned in the wiki, but they're struggling a little bit with money. Um, <clears throat> is they spend it all on American flag? Right, right. That <laughs> uh, he suggests that since the run has been so stressful, maybe she doesn't want Jonathan to win. Um, Martha basically turns down uh, this personal check from Lionel Luther in the middle of an alley. Lionel, you're telling me Lionel Luther couldn't like because he actively does, it's not for Martha's benefit he doesn't want Lex to win he actively does so you're telling me right. he's not setting up a fucking shell LLC and just like funneling in donations to his campaign surely billionaire Lionel Luther could do that right he could have yes he could have done it without anyone knowing right even like Martha, Martha doesn't even have Jay. to know yeah that said I will Against my own point, he wants to be the one to swoop in and help Martha, right? Right. A hundred percent. That's part of it. He wants to have something for Martha. Right. Because right. he loves Martha. And that having something over someone you love is the only way he knows how. <laughs> that's exactly. Yep. Manipulation. God, I love mm -hmm. Lionel Luther. I don't. I would never want to meet him in that's person, a, but I love him. I love him. A rich movie. character. Yes. Um, a rich character. I don't know if. 
what kind of Lionel Luther presence there has ever been in the comics. Um, but like, you, they, canonically, Lex Luthor has a father named Lionel Luther. Um, but this has to be the single greatest interpretation depiction for sure ever yes, possible for sure um we ready to move on i was just gonna jump ahead in the notes yeah let's move on i haven't i haven't great uh when martha and clark return home they find jonathan hanging upside down unconscious in the barn they rush him to the hospital does johnny k count as broken farm equipment <laughs> <laughs> no because clark does all the work around the farm yeah, that's true. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just he just jerks off and waits for Clark to get home. That's it. Um, remember when they made a whole big thing of like, oh, Clark, you can't stay. You can't stay here in uh, fucking Smallville and like help run the farm. We won't let you. As if he's not bouncing back and forth in a fucking instant, whatever he wants. We talked about that yeah. then. But um, okay, they uh, rush Jonathan to the hospital, but Jonathan doesn't want to postpone the rally. He admits that he has been receiving threat threatening calls for a while now, and Martha and Jonathan argue about his decision. Lex arrives at the hospital. He is concerned and unsuccessfully tries to convince Clark that he had nothing to do with the attack. Great Welling stuff, great Rosenbaum stuff here. I don't know if it's unsuccessful. I think Clark does believe him. I also agree. I agree. I don't think that's correct. Yeah, by the end of the scene. But I do think Clark is like, why is this so important to you, though, to win this? Right, right. It doesn't improve their relationship, but I believe he did not kick the shit out of his father and hang him upside down from the barn. (laughs) Then Michael Rosenbaum or Lex gives a little brief like uh, Evil Wilson. Yes. He talks about... Prometheus or some shit or I can't remember. Um, one of those fucking myths. One of those fucking guys. Uh, you get a Michi line. Did he? I missed it. I think she talks about being president. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Love an Evil Wilson. More Evil Wilsons have kind of gone away. I want more of them. I like them. Yeah. yeah. I wrote down. I wrote down Nietzsche line. So I know there was a Nietzsche line, but I think it was about. It was about Lex's future as. In politics. Got it. Oh. Got it. Um, Jonathan's poll numbers rise due to the attack. So Samantha, the uh, the woman from earlier uh, who's obsessed with Lex, decides to kill him. The other two members object, so she kills them as well. She then shaves her head bald in homage to Lex. Thank you, Wiki. Um, here's my Looks qu- like she really shaves it, it too, looks, the actress. It's, I have two thoughts here. She... Uh, if it's a bald cap, it's incredible because it looks like so either her head is already shaved uh, and she had a wig on or she really shaved her head, uh, which I, I think she really did it. Shaving your head. I'm if she did, I'm willing to bet it's in the notes on this episode and um, shaving your head for a bit part on a single episode of Smallville. I don't know is the wisest career move a young actress could make in Hollywood, though I respect it. And I'm, all, I'm not saying that's fair. I'm not saying like, that's good, but. <laughs> I remember writers being very strict about people not being able to play Lex on the show unless they actually shave their head. Like the kids had to actually shave their head. Yeah. Lex that is a main a character on the show, though, and is paid accordingly. Right. right. No, but I'm talking about the little kid, like the kids. Oh, got like it. The little got it. kids who play him. Got it. And also, that was a big sticking point with him not wanting to come back in later years is that he didn't want to wear a bald cap. Yeah. 
No, he didn't want to. He didn't want to shave his head, and they were like, "We don't want you to wear a bald cap." Got it. Got it. When he finally does return in the finale, he's wearing a bald cap. It limits your options a little bit. Whether that's fair or not is, uh, and like especially if he's going to show him at the finale, and he's only in it for like it's a quick little nod in the finale. So of course he's not shaving his head for it. Um, It's. which is funny. Rosenbaum looks great with the shaved head. Uh, Does he looks really good? But it limits your roles. It limits it big time. <clears throat> um. Uh. Okay. Uh. So she shaves her head in homage to Lex. She is waiting for Lex when he comes home and tells him what she has done for him. Lex is suitably appalled, and Samantha gets angry and knocks him out. Zachary. Lex concussion. Concussion. Brian, I think he just tied Honey Knoxville with that oh concussion. Oh my God. We did it. We did it. Wow. Just bowling balls well, start falling from the sky. It. God, why, fuck. Why did we think of it? No, yeah. this was a fucking mistake. <laughs> Count just to, just to be sure here. In 11, 12, 13, 14, 16. He's had 16 concussions. I think 17 means he's dead, right? Yes. So his next concussion, we declare he is dead. (laughs) 16 (laughs) is the number. I think so. We start the 16 plus club, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. 16 plus. (laughs) The the Johnny Knoxville 16 plus club. Uh, And that is you are by all means, unless you are Clark, uh, you should be dead. I feel like Johnny K got a lot too in this show. We should have kept track, but yeah, no, oh, next well. time, next time through. Uh, I know we've said, you know, I've joked about going through again, and then we have specified, no, of course we're not going to really do that. I could see in like twenty years, <laughs> like let's do right. it again. Not as soon as we, right. not as soon as we finish. Right. right. Um. Okay, Clark and Chloe trace the call to Jonathan to uh, chase the calls to Jonathan to the student group. Clark admits that Jonathan has changed since he started his campaign, and Chloe suggests that since Clark saves lives every day, Jonathan might be trying to prove a point by making a difference in his own way. Clark goes to the headquarters and finds the two dead students and realizes that Samantha is probably going to the rally. Backstage at the rally, while Jonathan prepares to give his speech, Lois runs into Samantha who knocks Lois out cold. Is this another one? Concussion, yep. Oh my god. This is, this... Concussion. I I know we also don't keep track of them per episode. Man, we could have been so granular with this. This is the most concussions per episode we've seen in a while. A while, yeah. We're already only five away from tying last season's total concussion. Wow, wow. Uh, This is... We might... Set a concussion record this year. I am looking forward to it. Uh, it's also worth noting, uh, Samantha here is not a media freak. Not a freak. Just a woman. Hey, oh, <laughs> that sucked. That I'm sucked. Officially booing that. That I am officially... sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked big time. Um, okay, so you noticed that he has the scene with Chloe. And they find out, no, it's the people at the headquarters. And then he goes to the headquarters. He changes his wardrobe from the scene with Chloe to the headquarters. Our boy does that you know, he's occasionally. Superman, he can do, 
could do it quickly, I he guess. He can, he can, but still, what, what? Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Let me go home. I'm feeling the blue jacket for this just, next you know, investigation. Just, you ever have that moment you're kind of going from, like, one thing to another thing, and you're like, ah, let me go home and change. I, you know. Yeah. I just I sweat I feel it. Str- He doesn't sweat, though. I feel stronger Clark in the blue jacket. <laughs> um, it's not like a body odor issue. Does Superman just smell great? He has Does to, he not right? sweat? He has to. <laughs> Um, okay, Clark goes to their headquarters and finds the two dead students and realizes that Samantha is probably going to the rally. Backstage at the rally, well, John, oh, wait, we did this. Um, no, we didn't. Uh, let's see here. Lois attacks Samantha. Samantha grabs... Sorry, I've lost my place. Lois runs into Samantha, who knocks Lois out cold. When Lois comes around, Samantha forces her to use a sniper rifle to shoot Jonathan. But at the last second... Lois attacks Samantha. Samantha grabs the rifle and gets a shot off before Lois grabs her. Just as Samantha shoots, Clark enters the rally, hears, hears, and then we're going to go into parentheses here in the wiki. Ironically, since bullets travel faster than the speed of sound. (laughs) Oh, that's a note that doesn't go in the fucking recap. You can put that in the little notes and we'll go, fuck you. (laughs) He has super hearing. Does that apply to it? In a, you know, I mean, if it's literally going from miles faster, away? I see their point, but it doesn't belong here. Um, he can move faster than the bullet, so... Mm, mm, not my issue. Not my issue. <laughs> uh, so here's the bullet. Super speeds in front. You know, I'm cold reading this, guys. Like, wiki writers, I'm cold reading this. So if you throw a fucking parenthetical and it doesn't fucking serve a point, it throws the whole rhythm off. Throws every... I'm cold reading. Give me a fucking... You're point. yelling at the, the wiki writers like Jimmy Fallon. That's... Like. The- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that shoe was gonna drop any fucking day. <laughs> I that's <laughs> with all you, uh, there's some stuff around uh, the Tonight Show being a god awful place to work, and like generally, like uh, I know people around the scene, uh, so like I've known this forever, and so it's always funny when like things come around of like, oh, so we're deciding this is happening now, huh? <laughs> We're going to talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know any of that, but when I heard it, I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Uh, entertainment is kind of terrible to work in. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, okay, so um, it's. I'll put it this way. I don't know anyone who hasn't cried a little bit backstage, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds awful. Oh, you know. And I, and I, and I, I've, I've only had good experiences, really. And even that kid was some crying. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. So, sound of the bullet. Super speeds in front of Jonathan to catch it without anyone noticing he was there. This is a good little scene. They did this well. Uh, man, oh, yeah, very in good retrospect, this is this is an okay episode. Yeah, I, t- I take my Luke. I, you know, it might have just caught me in a bad mood. I watched it right when I woke up uh, with a screaming yeah. six-month-old. Um, right. uh, the way it was intended to be seen. Of course, of course. It was intended to be seen in a college dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like the effects in this moment here. It's, it's really well done. 
Um, okay, so however, everyone hears the rifle shot and people panic. When Clark gets to the booth, Lois has Samantha pinned down. They always, <laughs> they never quite let Clark get in there <laughs> against a woman. No. Lois always reason. tags in, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Clark comes in in the aftermath and Lois is like, don't worry, I got this one, Smallville. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh... Lionel and Lex argue about Griff's fate. Lex has correctly guessed that Lionel paid Griff off. Lex is frustrated by Lionel's constant and complete refusal to support him. Something made you laugh there? Well, the wiki totally buried the lead there. And (laughs) the scene itself kind of does, too. Um, Lex mentions that Griff has been murdered. Right, right. Some suicide slums or whatever they call it. Right. And then Lionel's like, oh, yeah, terrible part of town. They're so dangerous. Implication is Lionel has murdered this man. I love that we're back to now shady, weird Lionel. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> presently our heroes have are making use of some of Lionel's resources. But Lionel is a fucked up dude. He's not the angel That's- he maybe was for a second. This is what I this is my favorite era of Lionel because he's evil Lionel that we love, but he's doing it for good in his mind. Yes, he's doing it for Clark like he's doing it to help Clark. And that puts Clark in a tough position to be like the devil is trying to help me. Right. right. Basically get to a point in this show where Lex and Lionel swap their relationship with Clark where like Lionel's like and Clark's confidant and buddy and I'm using my evil powers to help him. Lex is on the outside. It just oh, it's so it's good to be able to actually cheer for Lionel evil. Yes, it, yes. In the first three seasons, he's evil, and you like kind of hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're yeah, watching yeah. the show. I mean, you love him because he's so good at acting, but hate the character. And then now you're like, oh, I love him. Yes, love yes, him. yes. And our boy keeps his hands clean. <laughs> As, yeah, the implication is, I'm not wrong, the implication is Lionel has had this man killed, yes. right? Yes, agreed, agreed. It's 100% the way John Glover delivers the line of, like, oh yeah, terrible part of town. <laughs> yes, yes. They brush over this, like Lex isn't like, I can't believe you had a man killed, what's wrong with you? Lex is like, couldn't you have supported me <laughs> just once? <laughs> you haven't killed him. anyone for me, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Lana and Clark meet in the barn and decide how to slow down their relation and decide to slow down their relationship and attempt to rebuild it. Lana reveals she is studying the meteor showers. She says she doesn't believe they are random and has been comparing the two events. She thinks the uh, a ship might have arrived uh, in the first meteor shower and that someone from it has been in Smallville the entire time. Clark just looks alarmed and does not reply. Yeah, there's a bit of a thing here of like, all right, no more secrets now. Here's my thing. Clark is like, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) She's so fucking close. (laughs) She's so close. The fact that he doesn't tell her right then. Yeah, like, like, oh, fuck, that's it. That's it. (laughs) It's... Literally right on the money. have, Have you ever played the game Werewolf? 
Um, it's uh, for anyone not familiar where I'm specifically referring to one night ultimate werewolf. Um, but, uh, it's, ba- it's a party game. It's basically, uh, someone among your group is the werewolf. You have five minutes to discuss who the werewolf is. Everyone has different roles. So you kind of try to reverse engineer what happened and who the werewolf is. But sometimes that moment comes along where someone has completely fucking pegged it and like, okay, this moved to here. So that means that was you. And then you're saying this, so that's you. And if they're not lying, that means you're the werewolf. And, like there might be three minutes left on the clock and you just gotta be like yeah you're right you got me (laughs) (laughs) i could try to deflect this but like you got me (laughs) so the idea that lana has figured all that out but can't put it together that that the person is clark the person who keeps weirdly (laughs) hiding things from her and like is like worried he'll fucking blow a load like a shotgun through her back And just the lot, the 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 timeline lines up purpose, purpose, perfectly for his arrival in Smallville. The mysteries. It's and now. Yeah. There used to kind of be an element here of, if you remember, that like Clark feeling guilty that the meteors uh, that he arrived with, um, you know, uh, NBA jammed. He's on fire straight into her father's fucking (laughs) face while he watched it happen. But we haven't talked about that in seasons. No, they really they it's such a good reason, like a fear for him to have. Right. They don't really. I, and to my knowledge, when she he finally does tell her like for good in a few seasons, um, it never comes up. Missed opportunity there. I Like I would have thrown that out there. I would have thrown that out there. I, I would have made. It's not a great reason not to tell her, but like it's at least one. Um, this show's not even pretending there's a good reason to not, you know? <laughs> no, no. And they, they tried, they used the hundredth episode to try to give him a good reason not to tell her. Right. Uh, and, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Uh, Lois reports that Jonathan is ahead in the polls, but she is worried because they are officially out of money. Martha decides to take Lionel up on his offer and meets him in his car. Ooh, good episode. You're right. This one's good. Yeah, very good episode. But he couldn't he have just like left that check somewhere for her. Yeah, right. To get in you, the car. No, we pretty. have to. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is what understanding the realities of television. Yes, you, the characters need to physically appear together on the screen in this visual media. Right. right? Yeah. Um, a, 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 Martha opening an envelope does nothing. But also the reality that this implies is hilarious. <laughs> like, Right, yeah. Like, it's supposed to be super secret, but, like, just right at her work. He just picks her up from yeah, her right. work. Right. <laughs> um, uh, the featured music this episode is just one. It's I Want It All by Depeche Mode. Great song. Um, just uh, scanning through here for the notes, some trivia. Um, this is the 29th appearance of Clark's red jacket and blue shirt outfit. I love that they're keeping track of this for us so that we don't have to. Um... This episode marks a rare occurrence in which one of Lex's many allusions to history and mythology is inaccurate. He comments to Clark that his question was like Apollo asking Icarus why he was building wings, when in fact it was Icarus's father, Dialdalus, who built them. Um whatever uh some speculations about the problems superman could face in his personal life personal in quotes here to uh, to imply fucking to imply fucking um have been discussed by writer larry niven here strange it was also discussed in the film uh, uh, oh boy oh boy this is a very long link 
who the fuck put that. I, I think Larry maybe did this. This is some old school internet here. And Zach, this is a long article about Superman's sex life. Uh, like a Patreon episode. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're exact. I think you're right. That's exactly what this is. Um, and um, I need to read you the title of this essay, Zach. Get ready. Man of Steel, yeah. comma, woman of Kleenex. Uh-huh. Zach looked visibly ill. Visibly ill. Uh, Zach? Yeah. This original article is from 1971. Whoa. Before the Superman movie. 1971. For all of human history, for all of Superman's history, man has asked, how Superman fuck, though? <laughs> well, we definitely have to read this fucking we are thing. Because if it was in 1971, it was like a real publication. <laughs> we are one... The first, just to tease this here, once again, this will be available on the Patreon uh Maybe soon, maybe in the next couple of days. Who knows? Probably not. Um, but certainly this month. He's faster than a speeding bullet. He's more powerful than a locomotive. He's able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Why can't he get a girl? <laughs> he does famously he... have a girl. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very famously. He, he's, he's one of the ones who's got a girl. <laughs> Batman doesn't Batman know, you know, ain't got a girl. girl. Yeah. It's oh. occasionally they try to make Catwoman a thing and we all go, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer my Batman being a sexless monk who only gets a boner for justice. <laughs> yeah. And and his young male sidekick. Of course. Uh, that goes with that saying, of course. Uh, Lana and Clark talk about staying in tonight instead of going to the ice rink, which seems a little odd considering Clark went on his first date with Alicia at the ice rink before she was killed in Pariah. No, come on. Come on. No, no, no. You have a spot. You have a, you have a spot. Come on. I had, no, there were a couple bars and one was like a good first date spot. One was like, (laughs) um, no, that's not strange at all. Uh, this episode. Oh, that's not strange. You can't go into the ice rink with more than one person? It's Kansas. There's not that much shit to fucking do. What else are they going to fucking do? Like, uh, I've gone bowling with multiple women. Like, what Whoa, is Oh, you slut. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell them that either. Yeah. <laughs> they both thought it was the first one. <laughs> This episode marks the first time Clark becomes worried of hurting Lana with his strength. They had consummated their relationship before, but only when he was human. Literally the text of the episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for. Yep. That's literally it. Um, David Richmond Peck, who played Sosnick, was also the meter maid that Lex assaulted in Dichotic. I believe that's season one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Funny. Funny. Um, Season two. What's that? Yes. Lex looks in good health in this episode, despite being recently shot and having surgery to prevent paralysis in Lexmas. Hey, it's been two months. That's forever in Smallville time. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't even remember getting shot nope. at this point. Um, I believe he's going to get shot next week again. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of bullets for Lex. Um, 50 cents. <laughs> Lex tells Clark that asking him why the Senate seat is so important, blah, 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 blah. These are just illusions that are not that interesting. Nothing about the hair. Nothing about the hair. Because, man, it does. 
it does look like she really shaved her head. Uh, which, hey, good honor. I don't know if that's a good call, but good honor. Um, I guess, I guess that's it for this one. Any any closing thoughts on what's this episode called? Fanatic. Oh, I really liked it. I'm excited to see where this February campaign goes. Right, of course. Um, um, it doesn't end good, Zach. Spoiler alert for somebody. <laughs> it ends up really good for another person who just magically gets a Senate seat. That's true. Um, in so, the aftermath. <laughs> so, who knows? What could we possibly be referring to? Um, that's going to wrap it up for the Talon Mix this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, hey, we mentioned the Patreon. Uh, if you want to maybe check that out or some other things like our Discord, there's a link in our bio or in the description of this episode. You can head to bit.ly slash Pod for all of our links. Once again, that's bit.ly Brian Zach pod. There's a link in the description. Um, uh, and then also, Hey, if you don't got five bucks and don't want to give us five bucks, which is a completely reasonable, rational thing to do. I don't know. I mentioned listens are a little down, which is fine. And we totally get, but if you are, some of you are still out there, still listening, still enjoying the show. Just a nice comment, a five star, a line in the discord that you're enjoying the show i don't know helps helps perk up the motive we're gonna keep doing this even for zero people we have before this we will not stop but it does make it a little more motivating to keep uh, (laughs) this for at least three more years (laughs) um we do i think bare minimum have to go back we had to fill out the whole show but (laughs) we'll figure it out we have to get season one in yeah, the, in yeah, the yeah, tank yeah. we have to get the whole show on it so it's all one complete show um but uh thank you everybody we'll uh, be interesting it'll be like a snake eating its tail there you go it'll be like uh, it'll be so weird we'll yeah. have we'll have to canonically get shot back in time and then we'll <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you again everybody hey zach do you have a question for the smallville gods i i do actually <laughs> Has Clark ever shot down a plane having a wet dream? (laughs) Good night, everybody.